Cross Gen Podcast Sound Check Take One Thousand Three Hundred and Fifty Nine Hundred Twenty Seven Point Two. A true Yarin will always pass a security check. Zilla, Billa, Killa. Uh, okay. Nobody speak into the mic. Stop moving away Godzilla. from it. Billa, Killa, Dilla, Jilla. You doing this does sound like this on the mic. So, talk to the mic. Check. Check. <laughs> what? Check, check. Check, check. Check. Yeah. Check, check. Check, check. Oh. You gave me a good idea. of C2. Yeah, you gave me a good idea. Cross-gen podcast sound check. Take 500,226,492,155 spot three. Done. Spot three. Yeah, I don't know. Whatever. What the heck is spot We three? spotted two before it, so this is the third one. Ooh. I Ooh, spotted yeah. the Phantom Car in GTA yeah. Online. Oh, okay. Yes. Sound check done. This is the beginning of a podcast. Oh, the sound check. That came out of nowhere. No, the sound check is over. What are you doing? Uh, what planet are you on? McDonald's. Get off of McDonald's planet right now. <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Cross Gen Podcast. Um, I'd like to thank you for joining us on this journey today. Please remember to review the show afterwards. Um, that'll help us a lot. Um, let's get started. We're going to just jump into this because this is drum roll, please. Our 50th episode. Yay. Is that not crazy? We've yeah, actually survived 5 0, the 50th episode. Technically, we've- 49. No, this is the 50. Oh, well, I guess yeah, if you want to say that. We've survived 49. And live to tell a tale on the 50th. Yes. So. Survived 49 winters. Thank you to our listeners for being out there and listening to this crazy podcast. 49 winters under the depths of the ocean. That's 49 years. We've not (laughs) been around for 49 (laughs) years. Yeah. Speak for yourself. Oh. No, all right, all right. <laughs> I was right I've, all I've actually hit the five zero. Oh, you did this week. So oh shoot, that's right. You're fifty. That's crazy. So and technically, it's a double fifty. <laughs> wow, <laughs> I didn't really even think a about double that. Double fifty. Yeah, right. That's cool. Oh boy. Oh my gosh. All right, fifty episodes for this fifty-year-old old fart. Where we talk about fifty cents. Fifty cent. Yes, we talk about fifty cent. I mean, what? Go to the club, freestyle club, in the club, on the club, (laughs) with the club. Oh my god, what are those lyrics? Without the club. Dun, dun. 
doesn't even. I know what the song. I know what the song is. I just don't know why you're doing it. What's the chorus? Uh, <laughs> stop! Oh, Can oh you stop God. laughing? It's you know, it's Yoshi. <laughs> <laughs> it's your birthday. It's your birthday. Oh I know God. the I know the lyrics. I'm it's just not. Well, yes, yes. That what is, is that? Song. A birthday, a birthday song to like a three year old kid. <laughs> oh my gosh! Anyway, 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 anyway. Something yeah. like that. And so then like, there's some more about Bacardi. Yeah. Okay, okay, you're getting there. I, I, I respect. I know the in lyrics. The What's another song by Fifty Cent? <laughs> no, no, no. Okay. Uh, anyway, anyway. You can find me in the club, bottle full of bub. Mama, I got what you need. Oh, if you feel, like... if you need to feel the buzz. Do you have a crock pot? I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> there you go. So, Shock G. Uh, stop what you're doing, because I'm about to ruin the image and the style that you're used to. Oh my God, I look you funny. Do that voice but yo, I'm look, I'm making money. See, so young world, oh gather around yeah. and catch me. See, now gather around. I'm, I'm the, the new, new fool in town, because my sounds laid down by, by the underground. underground. I got about a Hennessy go. upon my shelf, but just but let, let me introduce you. myself. My, my name is Humpty. I swear to God. That's pretty good, right? I swear to God. What Shock song G? is that? I've heard the song. <laughs> I don't. Okay. This is getting annoying. <laughs> it doesn't remember it. This is your No, turn. I know what it is. This Inquisition is what's annoying. <laughs> What's another go. song by Shock? No, okay. Shock anyway, G. What are we doing? So, like Eli was trying to say earlier, this is going to be one of our not so once in a blue moon freestyle episodes. Yes. Cross gen freestyle. Yes. <laughs> Something uh, like that. Yeah. What in the world? We're just talking about anything. Yeah. Well, we haven't. Have we ever done a freestyle episode before? Yes, we have. Yeah. Did Once. we ever call it a freestyle episode? Yes. I believe we did. Oh, okay. Well, anyway, what's one thing? Cross-gen freestyle. Oh, yeah. You, right. Take C. 5 billion, 26 million, whatever. C, C, C. C was awesome. Okay, let's talk about that because this is a freestyle podcast. So just. If people don't know what C is, it's Apple TV Plus's. C. Wait, wait, did we talk about C before? No, we haven't. Only we in talked passing. about it, but I don't think we talked Briefly. about season two. In passing. Briefly. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so then what do so we the, think of? So the yeah. premise of C. First of all, it stars Jason Momoa. Yes, as Baba Voss. Baba Voss. And season two um, includes Drax Bautista. Edo. Right, David Bautista, Dave Bautista. as as Edo Voss. Edo Voss, his brother. Yeah. So later, wait, wait. Should I? Well, let's let's tell them in general what yeah. C is because C is kind of a very very interesting. I guess you can say it's kind of a sci fi ish, uh, fantasy type of type of show, right? Yeah, it it kind of hits both genres and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So it's set in the near future mm, it's yeah. been a few centuries now okay so in the f- 
in the near far future, but not a far, far future. (laughs) It's not like Foundation or that other, or Dune. Oh my God, that is far future. Dune is, (laughs) what what is that? 8,000 years. Yeah, it's like ten thousand eighty. We should talk about Dune like also, that. right? Huh? Since since we're, we're since we're oh. here, we could talk about Dune also. Yeah, that's but right. Le, but let's yeah. get through C first okay, because C. C is set kind of in the nar, the near, the nar, the nar future, yes, <laughs> the near far future, right? Oh, Where, nar, nar, the nar, yeah. the nar future. future. That's what I'm saying. I just I just abbreviated it real quick, but they don't know that. So yeah. nar future, the nar future, the near far future, and. In that show, humanity has gone blind. Mm. And so they're living very much kind of like in the Dark Ages, Celtic Ages, you know, that that sort of thing yeah. where um, electricity is kind of revered in, in, in reverential terms, right? And the sun is the, the god flame and everything is very much a religious type of thing in a sense, mm-hmm. right? That kind of underlines everything, right? Yeah. And so they blame sight for the reason why humanity, quote unquote, ended and civilization, quote unquote, ended. And so there's no cars, there's no guns, there's no, well, well, we're, we'll get to yeah. that. Yeah. But <laughs> mostly um, if there's a conflict, it goes back to like swords and, you know, that kind of stuff, right? So it's very Middle Ages type of living, right? Um, but except everybody's blind. <laughs> yeah. Like so everybody. Yeah. So uh, Jason Momoa's character is Baba Voss, and he's the leader of a group of people that are living kind of in exile, right? Called the Alchemy. Well, the the hidden tribes, yeah. right? They're they're, but there's a very specific reason why they're hidden. Well. They're the hidden tribes, but then they become even more hiddener yes. Yes. because of the Specific. revelation that happens because Baba Voss takes in um, somebody who eventually becomes his wife, but she was pregnant walking into the village and her two children, she has twins, have sight. Yeah. So that's kind of the premise of it. And there is a queen, queen. the queen of Kanzua, right? Um, queen Sibeth. What's her last name? Sibeth Kane. Sibeth Kane, right. Queen Sibeth Kane. Yeah, she's a very, very interesting character. She's like flaky and eccentric, but she's also terrifying also, right? Because she believes she's God anointed. Oh, my. And she believes that sighted people are heretics, heretics, and Witches. abominations to the God Flame, right? And the the powers that be. So she has an entire military wing, dedicated. specific dedicated specifically to hunt them down, and they're called the Witch Finders, right? So that's kind of what we get out of like the first couple of episodes and stuff. And there's Which, two seasons. So yeah. season one is all about, is really all about Baba Voss. If you think about it, right. Uh, he's like, he's uh, like the main, yeah, yeah. especially with season two, how yeah. season two kind of moved away from Baba Voss. Baba Voss was kind of the, the, 
the impetus. He was the guy that was driving, making sure that the kids were safe and stuff like that. And there was a lot of focus on his character in the first season. Yeah. In the second season, it kind of shifted and became more about, you know, um, Magra, his wife, the two kids, um, the the queen, and some other new characters. And Baba Voss was kind of pushed off yeah. to the side a little bit in season two. Yeah, for sure. So, you know, there's that. But I think season one was mainly, like, focusing on, I mean, I guess... Uh, the struggles of like being a parent, especially with like, uh, like the kids being exiled and stuff. Mm-hmm. Season two was more focused on. Oh wait, I shouldn't say it. I shouldn't say it. Well, this is the way I see it, and tell me if you're wrong. Season one is really kind of like a, um, a chase season, yeah. right? Where it's all about Baba Voss and everything that he's doing to try and keep those kids safe. Mm-hmm. And that's why I say it really focuses on Baba Voss and his actions because it is about that season is about getting those kids safe, which by the time that we get into it, they're about they're what teenagers, yeah, sixteen twenty seasons right of yeah. of of life, so they're teenagers, young adults, right? Yeah. So they they're learning how to handle themselves and stuff, um, and season two now becomes a greater story because it moves away from him protecting his family to the larger kind of vision of what this world looks like. So that's why I say season one, really about Baba Boss. Season two, really about the world in general and how sighted people are now going to kind of impact what everything goes on, right? Yeah. So let's talk about season one. Season one, we we meet a lot of interesting characters there. I think we've talked about one in particular that I'm really, really fond of that we've kind of done weird things with his name, right? June. Uh, the Witch I? Finder June General. Jamakti so his, Tune. Yeah, so his actual name is Jamakti Tune, <laughs> right? No, no it's not. Oh we've, got, no, we've been it's messing not. around with his name so much, I don't even remember what it is. You name. two have been messing it's around Tamakti with his name. June. Yes, that's, there you go. But we fool around and call him Jamakti Tune, right? Yes. But he is an awesome character, right? Because he's kind of conflicted at this point, right? He He knows he's been serving the queen for how long? He's been doing his her bidding, you know, hunting down and pretty much killing entire villages in the name of the queen trying to find these heretics right and he comes toward the end of his service the end of i guess his contract and you know she is she is really something right and i think he he kind of knows what the queen is but because of his loyalty to her, yeah, and, and it's thing. his loyalty really just blinds his judgment, and you know you could see that with like mainly because of you know later on his guilt mm-hmm. sort of impacts him a lot. Yep, and that's that's mainly a defining trait of his character: his guilt. Queen Kane is not a nice person. No, <laughs> I mean let's let's think of all the things that she did in season one, right? Like season one, she's she's free to murder everybody. You know, she's had plots against her where, you know, she's not actually even leading the kingdom. She has this this blind obsession. And I 
blind obsession, right? <laughs> um, she's got this obsession with this character, Gerald Lamel, right? Yeah. Who is a sighted person that's going around having kids that are sighted also. Mm-hmm. And apparently they had a relationship and he rejected her. And so she's got this obsession with him to the point where she's not even really ruling the kingdom. And some of the politicians and the civil servants, they're kind of calling into question her reign, right? Mm -hmm. She stops that really quickly because she kind of murders almost everybody that's against her. To be fair, they did try and... And they did try and kill her also, you know. There's a, there's but a then lot of mistrust. The reaction to that was not warranted at all. Yeah. yeah her <laughs> reactions are never commensurate with the the things that happen against her because they well, AJ, talk about what she did. So her whole thing was that well, they tried to kill her. They tried to poison her with like a scorpion or a spider or whatever. Yeah. And so she goes, so they really want to take the throne from me, huh? Well, if I can't rule on the throne, no one can rule on the throne. And then she proceeds to flood her entire capital city because they're like sitting right next to an, a, a, an old dam. And Isn't she that just, like her palace almost, right? It, it, secondary, in, in, yeah. In a, in a sense, right? That's kind of where she lives. She lives in that dam, that dam right? And she decides to just <laughs> murder, everybody. <laughs> murder everybody in her kingdom, right? Because Binge. she's that unhinged. Oh man, no, her her character is very, very interesting. Thank honestly, so I yeah, love when she starts. She starts yeah. going into homil- homilies and songs, right? <laughs> like it's very it's like. So oh, and it's and it's right after she says something impactful. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, We're going to war. We are pirates. <laughs> so tone deaf. That is amazing. And, oh and credit God. to that actress because she really plays that character well. You know, um, she's not she's not afraid to really go crazy with that character, right? I think yes. that's good. That's the better. Absolutely crazy. Character. Yeah. I, I, I think so. I think she's she's cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs <laughs> yeah. in like a really, really good way. Especially and you know what also what's his name? Uh in season two we got introduced um to a new character. I think he's my favorite. Yeah. Uh, uh but like I said, the the character that plays Sibeth Kane is Sylvia Hoex. She does it really, really well. Yeah. You know? Um, so before we get to season two, there's also one other character that we, well, two, three other characters, four other characters that really are important to the that's Magra. Oh well, Magra, yes. Um, that is also um, the two kids and Paris and Paris, right? I don't think Bolion. No, Bo-Lion she's she's more like, of a supporting character, yeah, right? You know, um, the two kids. Right, Kofun um, and um, oh, Haniwa. what's her name? Haniwa. Haniwa, right? Yes. So <laughs> we've had issues with both of them, right? Yeah, and and not well, not more so the brother. But right. actually, no. You know what? Both of them, because one of them is like recklessly, like supremely reckless, and the other one is like adult sometimes. Yeah. So yeah. It, it, it's it kind of it's kind of weird because season one 
was where we saw a lot of Hanawa's flaws, right? Yeah. Season two oh my God. is where we saw a whole bunch of flaws <laughs> for Kofun, right? Oh my oh gosh, God. this kid. So these are these are two kids that um they kind of knew that they were different. And Paris's character, which is played by the incredible Alfre Alfre Woodward, right? Yeah. Um, she's kind of like the um what how can she's like the seer she's like the the pre-sage pre-sage the priestess you know she kind of she kind of knows everything right and she can kind of sense things that normal people can't um but it's not in a supernatural way right they've never really it's it's like intuitive yeah they've never really leaned into supernatural way right but she's known about their sightedness for a while and she actually went behind both Baba Voss's and Magra's back to kind of teach them how to read, how how to, you know, learn and things like that. So which in in a way is a really, really good thing because it's helped them tremendously. Yeah. You know? They wouldn't have survived season one. Exactly. Yeah. So you have all these characters and like I said, Par- Paris is is a very important character because she's kind of like the um the person that guides them through these rough times, right? Mm-hmm. Um, long story short, for season one, the witch finders do find the alchemy. Um, Baba Voss and his family, along with Paris, kind of flee, but everybody else, almost everybody else in the in the village is murdered by Tamakti Jun and his witch finders, right? And so, like, season one kind of ends with... Them finding Gerald, Gerald Lamel, Gerald Gerald Lamel. Basically, what happened was though the kids were supposed to be brought there because apparently they would have a better life. They would be trained um, to use their sight to their advantage and stuff like that. Yeah, he was kind of creating a sighted community with all the kids that that he's had, you know, and kind of bringing them into one place. Uh, That didn't go well for him, though. Ooh. Because Baba Voss realized what he was doing because he actually took he was actually working with a third entity, right? The Travantians, yes. which is another sect, another group, another nation of of evil people. No, oh, they're, it's just another. They're it's just another. It's a rival nation. Yeah, it's yeah a rival nation. they're they're uh, they're in conflict with Paya. Yeah, right. The nation that. Everything in C is, is is going on with. So they're kind of like the enemy, but we don't know exactly the nature at that point of why they're they're in at war. But he does sell Haniwa off to them and he keep he tries to keep Kofun. Baba Voss finds out, and well, Baba Voss being who Baba Voss is, who he's a very, very violent and Ooh ruthless fighter has a bloody history apparently bloody history he's known but he doesn't kill him he doesn't kill him he does something much much worse like i said that it would finish him i i i said that it would he blinds gerald amell yes which is the thing that it almost gives him a god complex right yeah it does it does yeah so there's no question about that Baba Voss, knowing that he that that's what it is, he doesn't kill him outright. He said, you know what? I'm going to take away the thing that's going to hurt you even worse. Worse than dying. I'm going to take your sight. And so, like, he has a, 
a huge fall from grace. And eventually, in season two, right, he meets his end. And, you know, we'll get into that. So. <laughs> like I said, he would. Um, so that's basically it. And, you know, eventually they do rescue uh, what's her name. Then we get into season two, which really, really, for me at least. Well, he rescues well, he Kofu. Rescues, right. The and whole no. first part of season two is rescuing Hanuma. Right. Yeah. So the, the, the whole thing about it is that season two, at least for me, was an actual better season than season one. Yeah. I think they, they <laughs> yeah. did a lot more things in season two. For sure. And bringing in Dave Bautista as the villain was like a stroke of genius because watching him play against uh, Jason Momoa's Bob, Baba Voss character, it was pure oh gold, gosh. right? Like their interactions, every time they were on screen, it's like, <gasps> what's going to happen? There was such a... I don't, I don't even know. There was so you could see their rivalry without see? without them even. <laughs> but like even when they weren't them. in the yeah. same room, you could see yeah, the know. hate that they had, and it was insane. Well, also oh, that the one Edo had. had, yeah, yeah. Ba- Baba was sort of a little bit hesitant in, and mainly just I guess you could say in his conflict. Well, I, I he think, was like Goku. He didn't want to kill him, bro. Yeah, I think yeah. everything was driven by their father, and and I think um, what what it really is, and and Baba Voss was the older. I one. I don't am remember. Not Baba Voss is sure. the is the younger one, and and that makes sense because usually what happens is that when you have things like that, it's the older one that kind of remembers. Um, the events of what happened during their childhood a little bit more vividly than the younger one. And this is exactly what happened here because um, what Bava Voss had to to do to protect Ido was kill his own father, right? Mm -hmm. Um, But Ido didn't see it that way because, again, you know, as you're younger, you don't get to process what's exactly going on the right way. So he always thought that, you know what, Baba Voss is a bad guy because he just killed my father, not knowing what were the underlying reasons why he did it. And Baba Voss never really had that conversation with him because Ido immediately wanted to kill Baba Voss. So they kind of became estranged and whatnot, you know. Um, but we got the revelation that Baba Voss was a tra- Travantian, right? Um, Queen Kane has a very interesting... Uh, voyage because she goes from being the queen to destroying her own her own kingdom right at least you know the palace and the surrounding area right to being captured to being captured by slavers well in season one right in season one um being rescued by jamakti toon and then betraying and then betraying him and killing him, or, or so, so we so thought, we right? And then <laughs> so she goes stupid. to this new kingdom um, where we see a a former actor that we've seen before in one of our favorite shows, Sleepy Hollow, Tom, um, Tom Misson, and he plays the character of... Lord Harlan. Lord Harlan. My favorite. <laughs> He's really good in it, right? Yes. Amazing. And I think that's one of the, 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 thing about, the things about C that we like is, is that... There's a lot of characters in there that we instantly, you know, get attached to. Yes. I mean, look at Toad, right? Oh, Toad. Toad is another oh, character. Man. He's a witch finder, but he's a witch finder with a heart. 
Yes. For right? sure. And and he's played by um another 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 actor that we we really really like. It's in Banshee. Yeah, he was in Banshee. His name is Hoon Lee, right? Mm-hmm. Um but again in in the world of C nothing is ever very safe. Yeah. So things happen and stuff. Yeah. Season it's... two is awesome. Yeah. And I listen, seeing Jason Momoa in the samurai armor mm-hmm. is just awesome. Not to mention the whole thing, the whole political thing. Well, oh shoot. Oh wait, we you can't forget. That. No, no, you can't forget. What's her name? Half the no, the entire season they reminded you. The entire season, every single episode, maybe twice in an episode. Those goddamn Ganites. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. Oh, man. That was that's kind of like the running <laughs> joke, right? You know. Ganites. Ito, uh, I want to go and lay waste to Paya, but the Ganites. I want to go after Baba Voss, but the Ganites. I want to do X, Y, and Z, but the Ganites. <laughs> so that's oh another God. faction. Aside from Paya and Trevantia, right? And yeah. apparently the Trevantians, they're kind of landlocked between the two kingdoms. And so they don't want to start a fight with Paya because then that means that they have a war on two fronts. And apparently the Ganites, even though Ido always says, oh, Ganites are nothing, right? They're enough to cause enough problems for them, right? Yeah. Like they've been fighting them even since, what was his name? Baba Voss killed his father. Mm-hmm. It's been a long time, but they're not that that difficult, right? <laughs> At least that's what Ido thinks. It's like, oh, we can we can handle both the Ganites and the Pines if we need to, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, those damn Ganites. <laughs> But anyway, I wonder if we're gonna see them in season three. We have to see them at some point, right? Yeah, Especially with there's uh, no, there's no way they remind you every single episode, and then there's no, there's no. I wonder if there's like a through. a distinctive feature of the Ganites that makes them so special. Maybe they're like seven feet tall. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It has to be something, right? Because those damn Ganites. God. So there's oh. a there's a lot of stuff that goes on in season two. Like I was saying, like the political thing, I think we forgot to mention this. In season one, we get the reveal that Magra is actually um the sister. The sister of Queen Kane and technically the princess. Except nobody knew it. Neither did Queen Kane. And then and then until season two, it was like this whole thing where Oh, I thought you were dead. Yeah. I no, think. not really. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then- it, you know what that reminded me of? That kind of reminded me of the whole gladiator moment where, you know, the king dies and whispers into um, uh, Maximus's ear and says, I want you to be to be king because she cannot rule. And it That's exactly what they did here, yeah, too. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. It reminds me of gladiator because technically um, the father wanted Magra to 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 lead and to to rule but because Sybeth is the older daughter she she grabbed the throne right mm-hmm. so but again you know the father knew ahead of time that Sybeth was not fit to rule because she was cruel um delusional you know ruthless and stuff yeah um but there you go so it 
season three we is is obviously going to be a must watch for us, right? Because season two ended with such a, it was so impactful. I think at the very end we were like, oh, it's finished, right? Yeah. Yeah, there were so much things going on with it. Like I said, very political. I like how they played with the politics and everything and the deaths. Oh, my God. So many. So many this season, right? Oh, man. And the fighting was off Fighting choreography was, if it wasn't good, well, it was good in season one, which is... um, It was stellar. Amazing in season season one, but... They yeah, took it to new levels in season two, right? For sure. But I will still always love the uh, the um, the fight the... with the slaver. Yeah. In Holy season one, crap, that was insane. And they jam it down your throat. That <laughs> yeah. was probably honestly, I think that was the most brutal thing that we've seen. Probably, probably. I mean, he's he's done some pretty crazy things, but that yeah, that definitely tops the Top list. Um, good segue though, because we do see him in another movie. Right, and it's funny because while we were watching it, it was like that's Baba Voss, except not Baba Voss, right? Jason Momoa is in Dune, Dune, which just which just came out this weekend, this weekend, and again, just like see season two, Dune is plenty political, also, right? Hell yeah, that is probably it's got like the most political. Yeah, it's almost like Game of Thrones depths type of political, right? It's it's Star Wars if they went full Game of Thrones. Yeah, they should have. So, guys, what did you guys think about it? Did, none of you guys ever watched Dune, right? I know I haven't. Uh, no, I haven't seen the movie, the one in '84, I think, which I heard was not the greatest. And then there was a sci-fi show that I heard was superb, but again, both I've never seen. We have to track that sci-fi show down because watching this movie here, it kind of piqued my interest in, in you know, the backstory of Dune. And there's a lot of stuff that they didn't. I don't know if it was because of time, because, again, Dune is kind of so um, packed with content. Right. Oh, yeah. Um, there's a lot of things that I learned after the movie because I, I just had to get on and, and you know, kind of Google Dune and find out there's a lot of stuff that either they didn't have time to put in the film or they chose not to put in the film, but things that were super important to the story and especially going forward, if they continue to make more Dune movies, um, I'm not going to spoil it with you guys because, you know, I don't know how, how much down the rabbit hole you guys want to go into, you know, but there's a, there's a lot of interesting stuff about Dune if you want to, if you want to really dig in and that's why you know we we talked about doing very briefly on our other podcast the get geek podcast and that's why i mentioned that i thought that dune even though it did have a series hbo should really con- consider making this dune into a brand new series which you said they are it's it's, it's kind of like, like a, a spin-off it's called tangent. dune sisterhood or something like that right and they're going to be focusing on that that cult or the that Ben Geza Herit yeah. or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's super interesting. And there is stuff there with the 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 wife Carolyn, is it? Lady Jessica. Lady Jessica. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. There's stuff that connects her to that and to other things in the film that they didn't touch upon. I'll just leave it like that. The chosen one. So what do you guys think about about Dune? 
Um, there you go. Uh, you go. Okay. Um, very, very interesting. I kind of don't know how I didn't get put onto this a while back. <laughs> you know, um, seeing this movie actually now that I, I kind of really want to see that show because <laughs> it was like. And just the way I, I know this—you mentioned this on the other podcast. The what do you call it? I guess the cinematics and just the way the shots are framed—it was very mesmerizing. It was he, very, very good. To, uh, you know, very pleasing to the eye. Yeah, that director has has a really good knack, or of of how to frame shots. And he, I gather, he works with the same cinematographer on all these movies because they have that almost hypnotic dreamy quality about them you know whether it's blade runner even arrival uh there's a movie prisoners that we saw with our our grandma here you remember that movie with hugh jackman yes yeah that was his movie also and that movie had like those those that that thing where it's like you can't really look away and and he does pack a lot of his films with a lot of information some people like it Right, and some people do criticize for him for it because um, it does lend itself to sometimes if you're watching it late at night. <laughs> oh man, you, it, it's so beautiful and hypnotic, but there, he's hitting you with so much stuff that it can put you into a catatonic state, <laughs> in a sense. Mainly, sometimes you can fall asleep because it has happened to various people that we know that watches this movie but the thing about it it's not a bad thing because it's really really good it's just you're just so much information to dreamy it's like wow and then especially with dune because not only is there what five books i believe so yeah the first book is so content laden and like complex and huge that you simply can't do it all in one movie so there was, I'm guessing even now more so than ever, there was a lot that you had to compact in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so much so that there's going to be a part two that hopefully gets greenlit. Yes. You know. So we'll, we'll see. And, and what HBO has said about that is that um, they're, they're kind of waiting to see how you know the public reacts to dune um this movie was an expensive movie to to make so i guess it kind of makes sense that they want to play it safe um but it is one of these things where not only it's kind of difficult i guess to gauge but i guess Mm -hmm. they have a way of doing it because not only did it come out in movie theaters it's also on hbo max so while it's making some money on on you know in the box office and i think it is currently probably one of the highest grossing since the pandemic started it's never going to reach the levels that we would see if it wasn't on hbo max because some people will choose to stay home and watch it now i did see an article where it says your tv is not big enough for dune i kind of agree with that right yeah because this is a movie that it really feels like it should be seen on a huge screen not that our screen is small by any way, shape, or form. We do have a 73-inch TV with surround sound, you yeah. know. With 
with the theater, it just feels like it's a little bit different. There's more of a. It, it was like it was meant for the theater. You need to be focused on every single thing, and I think that's what a theater, and that's how they wanted to portray the film yeah. in the theater. So overall, um, oh, there's actually six books. I'm sorry. No, there's Dune, uh, Dune, uh, Messiah, Children of Dune, God Emperor of Dune, Heretics of Dune, um, and Dune <laughs> something or other. Ew, so. God Emperor. So there's there's quite yes. a bit. Disgusting. But it, believe it or not, that this. This movie here only adapts half of the first book, yeah. which is crazy. There's going to be like 12 parts to this <laughs> entire thing. Right? And that's why I say I think it's it's better to do it kind of like in a series form because you can give time, you know, to those elements and kind of really flesh it out. Where as a movie, you have, what, two, two and a half hours that you can use three if you're really, really pushing it. Right. Um, but there's a lot of stuff here in this film i mean two and a half hours lord of the rings did it lord of the rings went four hours if you look at the extended versions right oh yeah that's true so but i think that's yeah holy crap but those that's that's how packed those those books were and dune is kind of a similar thing right Hmm. so i enjoyed it i thought um timothy chalamet was was really good in the role um uh, who else was in that? that Oscar was, Isaacs. Ooh, Oscar yeah. Isaacs. Oh my yeah. god, he played. He was good Oscar. as the father. Um, oh, that slimy barren bastard. Oh, I was. Oh my god, that would have. Oh my god, Vladimir. Yes, <laughs> the guy that flies, uh, Doctor Selvig, in in MC, for MCU fans. You know how the hell is he still even? Oh my. god. Gosh. Yeah, there's a lot of things that happen with Dune. Um, I, I do recommend it to people, but I do also recommend that if you're going to go watch Dune, make sure that if you're at home, please sit down and watch it straight through because it is a, a very dense watching. Um, and if you're going to the movie theaters, please make sure that you are well rested. <laughs> and have popcorn. And have popcorn. Yes. yes. So so there's that. Um Moving on, there was supposed to be an event this week. Oh, you want to do for Dragon Ball, right? STBH. Yeah, I think we could actually briefly just go over it. So there was a live stream that you were like supremely disappointed about. No, I don't think disappointed. I'm I'm gonna say disappointed in the slightest because okay. Um, this is for Dokkan Battle, the mo- the mobile game, right? No. Oh, it's for Legends. No. It's what for, else no, is there then? The live stream is completely dedicated to Super Dragon Ball Heroes only. But then why well, did you I mean, say not, it's Super Dokkan? Dragon Ball Heroes only. No, it has a section to Dokkan. So it, it's so I, it's oh, I get general. it. So no, okay, I'm lost it's, now. Dragon Ball Heroes is kind of its own thing because you know it's it's a mobile game also. Yes, it's a card game, but. I'm guessing what they do here is they have like mini segments for like there's a Dokkan segment. So there it's it's all done by Bandai Namco, right? So I I gather what they do is that okay, well, since we're all under the same banner, let's talk about legends, let's talk about Dokkan, no. let's talk about Dragon Ball Heroes. If that's not what it is, then I'm completely Okay, lost. okay. Let's just okay, let's just put it this way. The live stream 
is made by Banda is made by Bandai and the people who are on the Super Dragon Ball Heroes team. This is a live stream solely dedicated to Super Dragon Ball Heroes, as well as the exclusive content that is involved with Super Dragon Ball Heroes in other uh, in other games. So since we got the only news we got from Dokkan was Super Dragon Ball Heroes. Uh, so they were content. gonna take a character from Dragon Ball Heroes and throw it into Dokkan. Yes. Is that what you're saying? This is uh, the the eleventh anniversary ser- for Super Dragon Ball Heroes. It's it's been a long time okay. for sure. Never played it. Uh, so you yeah, can't. it's it's only in Japan, which sucks. Mm, that's why I've never played it. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Because <laughs> I'm an not awesome, in Japan. It's an awesome game, though. It's an awesome game. Okay. Is there a, a like a console version or? Is this just strictly mobile? Strictly Japan. I pr- I'm pretty sure you have no, to. No, he's have asking, uh, like, do you play it on your phone? Do you play it on oh, an Xbox? No, no, I think you can only play it. There's like a specific. I'm not sure about this. Don't quote me on it. But there's like an arcade box that thing that you need to buy where you can play it on. Play it on. So okay. it has its own console. Oh, okay. It's very, very, very. Exclusive. Very exclusive. <laughs> so what happened? What happened on this live stream today? It was today, right? Uh, yeah. We're recording Sunday, um, October twenty fourth. Oh, but no, wait. No, technically, I would say it was. Holy crap! I don't. I don't know. I'm pretty sure it was yesterday, actually. But I wasn't. I don't know why they. Because I don't know why. Uh, but they they announced. Is the, it Japan time? Yeah, they end up. Well, hold on. They announced the. Um, frick the. The live stream for Japan, 5 p.m. Uh, Japan time, of course. Um, 5 p.m., which is converted to 11 p.m. And I'm pretty sure it was supposed to be today. But when I woke up, I saw the news on it. So I couldn't tell you whether... I don't I don't know when it was. Because it seems like... The it was 14 hours ago. Yeah. So that would mean... Um, Eastern Standard Time here in the United States, that would have happened at six o'clock in the morning. Yeah, I don't, I don't understand how so. five p.m. converted to six, but whatever. Remember, they're on the other side of the world. So I know, but there's no. like a huge time difference. No, the the thing is, like, I, I was hearing like reports from like Goresh and and people that it was supposed to happen at like eleven or whatever, like or whatever. But it, it doesn't matter. Okay, well, the point is, Just at the time, time of uh, yeah, at the time of this. Our recording of this podcast, it was 14 hours ago. So that would translate to 6 o'clock in the morning here in the States of New York. So yeah. 14 hours ago, but for you guys who are listening to this. What? It's going to be much later. Yeah. So that's later. why I'm putting October 24th. It was 14 hours ago, 6 o'clock in the morning, United yes. States, New York time. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yep. Live stream. Yeah. Live what stream. What happened? Okay. Um, basically we saw, first I want to hop into Dokkan news because I think that's the one that we're most disappointed about slightly for me. We received confirmation on new units or technically new units. First, don't know why they did this because nobody asked for it, but a Pan GT, uh, Xeno, uh, version. So for those who don't know Xeno, Xeno is like a futuristic type of. Uh, characters. It's generally from a different timeline, I believe, or something like that. So we just got a Pan Zeno, who can be Dokkan Awakened, apparently. Um, that's only one unit. Uh, for generally for Dokkan, um, 
Dokkan battle, we usually receive uh trans I mean not transformable. Uh units that they've released in the past have been only uh, upgraded uh by not pre Dokkan Awakening. What is it called? Uh ex um Z Awakening, not Extreme Z Awakening, which is basically it's not you're not getting a new character by it because you're not Dokkan Awakening, but they've received they uh, released Dokkan Awakenings for past characters, which now apparently we have SSJ Z, uh, SSJ Zeno Goku. Hold on, hold on. SSJ Zeno Goku. Oh my gosh, hold on. Super I, Saiyan I, Three Goku Vegenks, um, uh, Vegeta, Vegenks, Gokan. Is that I Vegeta and Trunks? Vegenks. <laughs> I love the name. Yeah, I know. Wait, wait, hold on, hold on. Let me get it. Um, I sent is. you it on Instagram, bro. Jesus, I forgot. Oh my god, I forgot the. Oh boy. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm gonna get it in like point two seconds. I'm just, I'm just still bugging out oh on the whole the Jenks ads, name. Ads, ads. The Jenks name is awesome. Oh my gosh. Okay. Super Saiyan Goku Zeno, Super Saiyan Vegeta Zeno, Super Saiyan Vegenks Zeno, Super Saiyan Three Gotenks Zeno. And Super Saiyan Gohonks Zeno. Just, Sorry. Let's get this straight right here. Vegenks is obviously Vegeta and Trunks. Trunks. Yeah, we yeah, we covered that. And Gohanks. Go, Gotenks is obviously uh, Goten and. Uh, Did you say Jesus. it was Gohanks? No, so there, no, there's, there's another... so look, it's Vegenks. Go tanks and go hanks and go tanks so is a team. Go hanks, Gohan and Trunks, and so what is go? Oh, go ten and Trunks. Okay, go tanks is the original Jesus one. Christ. But go hanks. My yes. God. See, I <laughs> I can get with go tanks. That's kind of that's go, the original. Vajenks and go hanks is very very weird to They're me. The odds one, odds you know. Out. Gotenks actually flows, right? The other yeah. two really doesn't. Gohanks, Vegenks. So what happens if Goku tries to fuse with them? Fuse with who? With either with Trunks. He becomes Go. Gunks. Oh, Gunks. Go Go Kunks. That's already a thing, I believe. Gunks. That's already a thing. That's already no. a thing. Really? In like Dragon Ball fusions. Wow. Um, and the game. Then. Dragon Ball what about Go, Goku and Gohan? It'd probably be Gokan. Goku Han or something. Go, no, it's Gokan. It's not bad. Goku Han. It's actually Gokan. Gokan? Yeah, Gokan. G O K H A N. That's too weird. Okay. Anyway, anyway, so those are the characters that got Dokkan Awakened. Got sidetracked there. And, okay, I want to make this disclaimer right here because they've been receiving a lot of. Well, they haven't, but like. There's a lot of uh, mistrust in in Super Dragon Ball Heroes and Dokkan Battle right now for the crossover, but what people don't realize is is that um these are this is only a small portion. They of, never show all their cards. Yeah, they never show all their cards until like maybe a couple of weeks after. So we'll have to wait to get the full details. Here's the thing though, this actually confirms uh, a couple of things for me. Well, it doesn't confirm anything for me, actually. But um, af uh, of this live stream, it does confirm actually one thing. Not the Dokkan uh, characters. 
this basically what they do is that every anniversary, I'm pretty sure they switch from Vegeta to Gogeta on their uh, on their main focus. Last year for Dokkan, we got uh, SJ4 Vegeta. And in the show, we got SJ4 Limit Breaker Vegeta. So, I'm pretty sure you can see where this is going. We already have an SJ4 Gogeta. That's, Limit Breaker. Huh? Yes. Either Limit Breaker or SSBE uh, Gogeta. Oh. Either one of those. I'd say SSBE Gogeta because that is technically the one that comes before Limit Breaker in a way. So No, it does. Technically speaking, we should be getting him and you know who. Who's the uh, who's the counterpart to SSBE Gogeta? Time Breaker Broly. The frick? No. SSJ 3R SSJ no no SSJ 3 Super power. Saiyan Rose 3 full power so, Goku Black. Oh my gosh. Lord. It and is amazing. Bro, and I, am I hyped? Not to mention, I need to make this a fact too, as well. Um, we received last year units for SSJ four characters. We got SSJ four Broly, SSJ four Gohan and and Bardock, and I'm pretty sure we got Toa and Demigur, which nobody really cared about. I I sort of cared about Demigur, but that's besides the point. We have SSJ four characters. Two out of two of them, Gohan and Bardock, still need to. No, I think all three of them. All three of them need Dogon Awakenings. So Broly, where do you think that's going? No, no, I don't think so. Where do you think that's going? Uh, that's got to be a separate unit. No. Where do you think that's going, Eli? That's going to be a separate unit. Imagine I'm sorry. he's an LR. I, I <laughs> oh my god! You're uh, you're expecting too much. You're expecting I mean, too much now. Limit Breaker Broly. You're expecting Confirmed. way too much now. Not no. to mention we have Golden Cooler who still needs a freaking awakening. Golden. Oh yeah. Oh, I still need Cooler. to get that guy. I think Fu has doesn't have his awakening, but you can't quote me on that. Um, and I think it's I, I don't remember the rest from the year before last year. Uh, crossover, last year's crossover. But anyway, so look, there's not much being revealed for Dokkan specifically this year on the live stream, but I'm still gonna keep my hopes high. Okay, or at least somewhat high for the show. Yes, and the actual game Super Dragon Ball Heroes. We receive some news. I don't know if you want to speak on it. <laughs> Amazing the news. The show. Holy it's crap. pretty crazy. Let's so, go. before we even get into what's happening now, there has to be some setup, I imagine. Yes, very much. So, you don't know this, but there was a guy called the Crimson Masked Saiyan who came onto the scene, right? Mm-hmm. And so, there's some fighting, as there normally is. Cumber is there. He's fighting Goku and Vegeta. Who else was there? Uh, Fu, I believe. No, not not oh, no, not hearts. in the yeah hearts. Cumber. Cumber. Was, I think Turles was there. Yes, Turles was there. Yes, he got, yes. He got, 
He got the evil awakened form. Yes, oh, Turlis a god. Turlis the actual so god. So the evil None awakened of this stuff is canon, by the way. Right? No, okay. no, hell no. So let me let me preface the evil awakened form. You know mm-hmm. how Cumber has the long Super Saiyan three hair. Mm-hmm. Turlis gets that in base form, my guy. In base form. Oh my gosh! Wow, Turlis. that's interesting. And you want to know something? That's only base form. Let's go. Turles is a god. Ugh. You cannot stop him. Because he is immortal. <laughs> anyway, so he gets knocked off like a punk. No, he, he does. No, he doesn't. Yeah, He's Vegeta knocks him off. Oh, wait, that's right. He got that Yeah, he gets knocked off like a punk. SSB garbage crap. Yeah, they Vegeta really gets don't. a new form. It's Stupid. like um, Super Saiyan Blue, not corrupted, but like... So what's the point of of having these style, this type of um, non like this is is this show just meant to? It's meant to promote the game. Okay, that's what. No, not that's what I wanted to know. It's also to, um, I guess, give the fans the a a pacemaker until the show returns. Is this kind of like a what if? type of yeah, thing this is like yeah this is like a what if except let's try and do like major fan service like all time breaker broly single, is one of them every single freaking time we leave and we, we release a new episode we're gonna be uh completing another fans i guess you could say uh fantasy or whatever yeah so kind of those weird. guys get knocked off and finally we get to who the Crimson Mask Saiyan is. And it turns out to be none other than Goku Black. It's actually pretty cool. But it's not just any Goku Black. This is a Goku Black who has been traveling the multiverse and killing Gokus. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. And so by the time he gets to the current Goku that that we've been following, he's killed 99. So he's he's like a uh, how how can you say it? He he's he's kind of he's kind of like going to each multiverse and just assassinating everybody. There's in a, order there's another so, that does that. I can't remember who it is. So it, he kind of does what Dio Brando does in um, JoJo in JoJo because remember uh, Jonathan's Spoiler. body isn't fully his. So the purpose of fighting all these Gokus is to make the body more so his. Mm. And so as a result of killing all these Gokus, he unlocks a new form. And that's Super Saiyan Rose 2. Is that the one you were bugging out on before? No. No. (laughs) Not at all. No, not even close. So over the course of his fight with Goku and Vegeta... Another <laughs> mystery character comes in, and it's uh, what is he called? He's like the Saiyan in robes or the Saiyan without a name. Yeah, something like that. Some bull crap. I don't. I don't yeah. like that character at all. So basically, he fights uh, Goku Black for a little while, while Goku and Vegeta do some like split second uh, time machine, uh, not time machine, uh, room of space and time training. Yeah. Like that. And over the course of Goku Black's fight with this mysterious Saiyan who looks like Goku, he transforms into Super Saiyan Rose 3. 
Yeah. With eyebrows. Nope. No, not, not with eyebrows yet. yet. Not this yet. is not the one yet. Okay. No. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm totally ruining this for everybody. <laughs> and so by the time Goku and Vegeta come back, they fight with Super Saiyan 3 Goku Black for a little bit. But that doesn't go over very well because his power continues to escalate as he fights with them. And so what happens? He transforms. Let me let me let me do the fusion part. Fusion. Oh wait, wait. That's not yet. Oh frick. Let me let me do that part because it's Gogeta. Let me do that part. It's awesome. And so awesome. <laughs> they're fighting him and he becomes the Super Saiyan Rose 3. Full, full power, power Goku Black. With eyebrows. And this is where, because Goku didn't... This all happens in the span of how many episodes? Like two or three episodes. Oh, okay. So... <laughs> Not to mention his time breaker mask is... That's, yeah. That's still, that's still rather OP for three episodes. Three short episodes, right? Oh, yeah. For him I mean, to Broly like to these forms. This is SDBH. It's something that yeah, so insta- instead of of learning the power over seasons, you learn it over episodes. Think yeah. of the yeah. Uh, is this a good way to put it? The mask kind of makes you like Broly. Your power yeah. like skyrockets every time you oh, fight. Oh, so it's it's amplified. I remember yes. a time you said that that was garbage. It kind of still is. No, but it isn't. Anyway, basically, if you get rid of it as a whole. Your power. Yeah. So, oh, shoot. <laughs> okay, uh, okay, hold okay. on. Yes, yes, hold yes, on. Yes, yes, yes. So, like I was trying to say before, Goku Black, Super Saiyan 3 Rose full power, it's not just Super Saiyan 3. He grows a tail, which he didn't have before. He gets super buff, kind of Broly-esque. Not as huge as Broly, but he gets a a huge tone up. And of course, the most important part, he grows his eyebrows back. Hell yeah. <laughs> you oh got to see the episodes. It's actually kind of cool. So yeah. I, I got to ask this question because um, I have not jumped onto Dragon Ball Heroes like you guys have. A um, couple of things. Is they're an actual story or is this just oh, them fighting very barely okay barely. does that take away from it a little bit but you're not really you should be there for the story it's, but it's really more it's, here's the transformation of the week yeah it's mainly why super dragon ball heroes is clowned a lot by the fans because there's no real there's no real premise uh like they kind of the Super pay- Dragon Ball Heroes, it's just crazy. Stuff Although all the time. to be honest, they paced it rather well before this yeah, whole arc. Like they, with they Hearts, did. you didn't get a transformation every next day of the week, and then that just got completely thrown out of the window like, after the Hearts after. was beaten. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, it is what it is. It's not something you could hate. Well, it's it's either loved or yes, yeah. it depends on your outlook, but. We're drawing closer to the end of this fight because it's clear that Goku and Vegeta cannot beat Super Saiyan 3 Rose full power by themselves. Even with Goku, who has a near-mastered Ultra Instinct, and Vegeta with his corrupt 
Super Saiyan. I don't Super Saiyan Blue. Forget it. <laughs> so, what do they do, Eli? Fuse, yo. Yo. Oh, my gosh. And it's not the... Well, okay. Okay. So, it's a fusion, right? And they're, they're still base form, I believe. I think they're just fighting in base form for a little bit. No. Or no, no. They don't, they don't skip to... They go to SSB. Oh, wait. No. I'm sorry. I'm forgetting something. What? So, to buy them time to fuse, Golden Frieza and oh. Golden Metacooler come to kind of buy them time. Oh, yeah. They fight to... But then Goku Black summons a pretty cool character, if I'm not going to lie. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, my god. He gosh. summons the King of Destruction, which is another way of saying he has the Majin mark, mm -hmm. Omega Shenron. Sure. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, God. Yo. And so they're kind of buying him time. But then Fusion, Gogeta, enter, not base form, SSB. He's Gogeta. straight off blue to start. Straight off blue. And surprisingly enough, that's already enough to overpower SS3. Yeah, no, people have been Not, saying that was that was just enough to overpower this fool. No, overpower, because remember, the reason why he does what he did was because his healing was able to catch up to the damage that yeah, but he was dealing. Over people were people were speculating like online over time he would have he would have somehow like beaten him either way. But then he but would have transformed it, again. It, it didn't matter. It didn't matter at yeah, all. Yes, so go on. Goku Black being the little little fool that he is um decides I can't have any more of this or some crap. And Gogeta transforms he gets a transformation himself. Yes, sir. Evolution. As it, well, Super Saiyan Blue Evolution. Even though that's a... Yeah, see, here's the thing weird. with that. Vegeta already has SSBE. It's called Evolution. But Gogeta's new transformation that Eli's talking about is called Super Saiyan Blue Evolve. Which is sort of weird because the they look almost the same. The appearance doesn't match Super Saiyan Blue Evolution. No, because uh, they're two different transformations. Evolution is not the same as Evolved. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but yo, uh, people people were saying that it looked a little bit like it had UI in it. Right, uh, you have to say a little. It, it, I, I can right? say a little because it, it had the eyes, the big, the big freaking eyes, and then the little uh, god, god flames, god part particles, and basically, as you would expect, Gogeta is all about business. Freaking one hits this. Well, okay, he does a little bit of fighting. Goku Black uh, gets pissed off. He does. He has a really cool effect with with his mask, where it turns into flames. And it that, does that throughout this episode. I know, and it looks awesome. Yeah. And he gets pissed off. He tries he with his anger, he tries to get a get a shot at Gogeta because he thinks he's he thinks I that he's not be felt by mortals. Yeah. And of course, Gogeta, straight punch to the mask, freaking breaks. All of a sudden, Goku Black gets like he he gets Janemba disintegrated. I know he just in one punch into nothingness. Wow, Gogeta just ended a fight with 
in that was the quickest fight you have probably ever seen. In well, Dragon aside Ball. from Janemba. Well, yeah. Besides when he fought Janemba the first well, it's, time, it's very much the same, and I yeah. like how they did that. So that's the premise of the episode. How do you watch this episode? How do you watch Dragon Ball Heroes? Is there a platform that you can watch it on? Is it like on? I just, I just watch it on YouTube. Generally, it's on yeah. YouTube. I'm pretty sure it's featured on the Super Dragon Ball Heroes website. Uh, website or game or whatever. But for so the it's not part, like on a Hulu or no. Funimation or Crunchyroll. It's, it's, it's just YouTube. You got to watch it there, right? That's the only place you could yes. probably find it. I'm pretty sure. Okay. But a lot of episodes, or there are quite a few. There's well over thirty now, at least. Oh, but they're short oh, yeah. episodes, right? Yeah, they're short. With like what, fifteen, twenty minutes? A crap ton of content. It's like fast forward. It's always at such an incredible uh, pace. It's going, yeah. But anyway, um, anyway, uh, that's basically that episode. The next episode after it, uh, basically is all about just Frick. Um, the next episode. This is the one that we got introduced to the new units of this live stream today. Um. Basically, we have got a preview of this episode with SJ4, Limit Breaker. Guess who? Is it Vegito? Is it Broly? It's well, freaking Gogeta. Actually, Limit okay, Breaker okay. Broly was in the episode. He was in that. And I'll give you that. he was fighting Cumber. That's going to be a good fight. Oh, yeah. And Vegito was also in that I like episode Cumber. as well. Cumber has a good... Um, Character design. He's surprising. Limit breaker, bro. I'm surprised yeah, it I'm was equal. I'm gonna have to start though. picking it up then. I was surprised it was equal. And also, SJ4 Limit Breaker Vegeta was in the show. But anyway, basically, uh, I don't remember what's been going on with Fu. I haven't been catching up with it. But Fu is gaining powers. I'm pretty sure he broke the time uh, time limit barrier or whatever. Um, he's messing around with time. That's all you need to know. He's messing around with the multiverse. Okay. Basically. Uh, Fu becomes way too powerful. Broly and Cumber fight because Broly is freaking insane. And then we have Cumber's just looking for a good fight. A le- <laughs> yeah, I know. And then we just have a freaking legendary duo that ends in such a quick moment. Uh, we get SJ Four Limit Breaker Gogeta and SSBE SSBE evolved. evolved. I mean, no, not E evolved. It's just SSBE evolved, evolved Gogeta, both fighting. Fu, well, for a split moment, Fu overpowers them because he has wings or some crap, and he looks like a kid now. So apparently, that makes him practically Sephiroth. Um, but anyway, yeah, that's the premise of the episode. Okay, I'm pretty sure, right? Yeah, that's that. That was the main attraction. Yeah, yeah, and that was pretty sure that was um the main thing for the live stream. I don't think there's anything much more else to it. Okay. Well, the episodes are not the live stream, let us clarify. Yeah, it's it was just a preview of it and a preview. I think they showed some of the characters in game or something like that. I didn't really look at the Super Dragon Ball Heroes content as much. Right. But yeah. Well, there you have it. So, um before we wrap up this show cuz we're we're at that point. Um there's one other thing that I think we should probably discuss. I don't think there's a lot of information on it, but it's one of AJ's favorites, and that's Godzilla. Oh, yes, that's right. So for He's coming 
back. Well, well, he never back, really left, right? Quote unquote. But yeah. So basically, for the anniversary of Godzilla, um, what is that? November third. Mm-hmm. That sounds right. They're going to put together a little short film, I guess, and they're going to be using the costumes from Final Wars. It's going to be Godzilla vs. Hedera, basically. Okay. That's going to be pretty mm. cool. Yeah, that sounds awesome. That's always good whenever there's Godzilla stuff. Yes. And plus, um, you had mentioned before, Alamo Drafthouse is running a kind of like a... What do you call it? A a kind of festival almost. Not really, but like a special engagement. If I remember showing. correctly, they're going to show the original 54. Don't quote me on that, though. Okay. But I'm pretty sure that's a thing that's happening. That's still pretty cool. Yeah. You know? So, um, all right. So, there you have it. Um, that's our freestyle episode for this week. Hoorah. So again, I I would like to thank everybody for showing up and listening to our humble little podcast. Thank you for listening in, Um, not only here in the States, but across the world. We have we have an engaged uh, and an awesome fan base, you know, not only here, but we're we're kind of it's almost like that uh, that movie. um, What was it? What step 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 brothers? Huh. Okay. Um. The name of their company was uh, at like Entertainment Worldwide or something like that. You know, mm-hmm. it's. I don't remember. Do you you don't remember that movie? I do remember. That I movie. remember the movie. I don't remember what you're talking about though. Yeah. All right. Well, there there is a a thing where it's like it's um Entertainment Worldwide, and so like I said. You know, I'd like to thank um, all of our our listeners. Um, We have listeners from India, from Ethiopia, Iraq, Madagascar, Mm. Canada, the Pakistan, the Philippines, Germany, the United Kingdom, Bahrain, Brazil, Hong Kong, Ireland, Jamaica. I mean, I just want to thank everybody from for listening in and and checking us out and. Actually, giving a crap about what we have to say because sometimes I don't even give a crap about what I say. So, to our listeners, thank you. Um, and thank on you. that note, we're going to call this podcast. We're going to be coming back next Tuesday with another exciting ap- episode, episode 51. We'll figure out what we'll talk about pretty soon and give you guys a shout out. But until then, this is your host, Walt, one of three. Host this number two is Super Saiyan Rose 3 full power AJ. There we go. Okay. SS4 Limit Breaker Evolved Corrupt. Oh my god, I just blanked. <laughs> Eli Frick. <laughs> oh my god. Alright, and until then. May, May our Dragon Balls no, that did not. roll together. No. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, my gosh. We, we're still screwing it up, and it's like the 50th episode. When will we get this right? right? Who knows? May our Shenron There's not. It's even worse. May our fists. <laughs> May our paths cross again. Let's just keep it simple. For the 50th, let's keep it simple. Mayor Pat's cross again. There you go. 
Later, peeps. Or Shannon. <laughs>